Welcome to GFT, Galactic Figure Talk, a podcast about Star Wars and Star Wars action figure collecting. The reason they're three and three quarter inches tall is because the first mock-up figures that I made were Fisher-Price Adventure People. I will freeze your body in carbonite forever, Han Solo. Not so fast. We finally launched Six Inch when I felt the time was right. We needed a new spark. We started selling all of the action figures through the fan club and uh, our most successful was the Cantina Band. That was enormously one of the best-selling items we've ever sold through the fan club. My nephew has a hand model on the Wampa box. He's the one with the little hand that's in there. It's Kenner's new Star Wars action figures. Now, welcome your host, Chris B. Welcome to another episode of GFT, Galactic Figure Talk. My name is Chris B. I'm your host, and on this episode, I want to go over all the announcements that came from Hasbro out of San Diego Comic-Con and kind of leading up to the convention as well. So, let's do it. So, there was a ton of stuff going on over the past few days. And uh, I have to say, it was actually pretty challenging to kind of get an idea of what was going on because there were just so many announcements there's some some Black Series stuff, some retro stuff, there's some TVC stuff, there's a HasLab, and uh, there's all kinds of other stuff going on as well. So uh, let's start off with the first announcement that kind of happened a little earlier in the week where Hasbro announced that Hasbro PulseCon 2023 is going to be back. And uh, instead of on two days, it's now just going to be on one day. And they picked a Friday, which is September 22nd. So on Friday, September 22nd at 11 a.m. East Coast time, they're going to hold this Hasbro PulseCon on YouTube, which is a live stream, basically, where they're talking about their toys. And uh, yeah, they... You know, they're going to be talking about some upcoming toys. They're going to show off new product. And they're also going to have exclusives for the show. And they've also announced an exclusive already for Hasbro PulseCon. And that is the Starkiller 3-pack. So that includes Starkiller from the Force Unleashed video game series. Together with two Stormtroopers. It's a big box set, and uh, Starkiller comes with, I think, two additional head sculpts and a plethora of additional accessories like like uh, lightsabers and force effects so you can kind of wrap around the stormtroopers, and it's a good-looking set. And I think that for fans of the video game from back in the days, um, that is a welcome addition. It's basically another gaming greats figure, I think, right? So... Yeah, so that's Galen Merrick, a.k.a. Starkiller. That's a Hasbro PulseCon exclusive. I think they said it's going to cost $110 for the three-pack. So if you want to get that, yeah, you have to be uh, on Hasbro Pulse uh, come September 22nd to uh, place your order. So that was kind of like the first thing that happened earlier in the week leading up to San Diego Comic-Con. 
But then they also came out and they announced a vintage collection set for Jabba the Hutt. And so they're basically re-releasing Jabba and uh, he's going to be sitting on his dais together with a newly sculpted Salacious Crumb and a brand new 8D8 droid. Uh, of course, everyone knows it. It's the torture droid from uh, Return of the Jedi or, you know, later translator in uh, the Book of Boba Fett, of course. And uh, so they're doing him and they are going to release him single carded within this set. And Salacious Crumb is also going to be carded and he's going to be on a mini card. And I'm, you know, pretty unclear as to what that's going to look like because they haven't shown us any of the packaged uh, images yet. So um, I might have the opportunity to actually talk to uh, the Hasbro Star Wars team uh, in the coming days. And uh, if I get the opportunity, then uh, I will ask them about that. But so far, it's unclear what these are going to look like, especially Salacious Crumb. Is he going to be identical to the one that they've done before? Um, I don't think that would make a lot of sense because it is a different sculpt. And uh, why do the same thing again that you've done previously? So I hope they choose a different card art for, uh, for the packaging as well. Um, I assume this is going to come in a Kenner-style box altogether with some yellowish and stuff. So fingers crossed that that's the case. But uh, yeah, it's a good-looking set. The only downside is the price, and that is uh, $90. So $89.99. It is a Hasbro Pulse exclusive, which you can already pre-order. And it's not going to come out for another year. So this is going to ship in the fall of 2024. Uh, the cool thing is if you pre-ordered the Book of Boba Fett playset, the throne room set, uh, this Jabba the Hutt is, uh, of course, compatible with the throne room. So you can, uh, instead of, you know, creating the Book of Boba Fett or Boba Fett's throne room, you would create Jabba's, Jabba's palace, right? So that was another announcement that we got earlier uh, in the week leading up to San Diego Comic-Con. And with that announcement came also uh, the announcement that the Throne Room, the Book of Boba Fett Throne Room, would also be made available again for pre-order. And it did go up and it was made available again, but then I think it sold out within a day or so. So once people understood that they also uh, have the opportunity to get a job of the Hut. Uh, that's compatible with this set. Uh, I think that a lot of people jumped on it and uh, got one and pre-ordered one, I think. So those were kind of big announcements, you know, leading up to the entire convention. Because first of all, I mean, Hasbro PulseCon was announced, right? But then they also announced the exclusive that's going to be at that show. And then they also announced the Vintage Collection Jabba the Hot Play set. And so, yeah, there was a, quite a few announcements uh, leading into San Diego Comic-Con. But let's talk about San Diego Comic-Con and the Hasbro panel. And uh, I want to start off with the retro collection. And then I'm going to talk about the Black Series line. And I'll save the best for last with the Vintage Collection this time around. Um, so the retro collection uh, had a pretty strong showing this time around. Um, they announced 12 figures coming to the retro line. Um, the first set is the Return of the Jedi six-pack, which you can now get on Hasbro Pulse. 
Um, it includes five figures which Kenna made back in the days with Admiral Akbar, the Gamorrean Guard, Yakface, Empress Royal Guard, and Wicked. Uh, interesting here, out of those five, is that Yakface is going to be released on a Return of the Jedi card. And if you guys know, of course, he's part of the last 17, the original last 17, and he was only released on the Power of the Force card together with a coin. So having him on a Return of the Jedi card is a new thing. And uh, it's it's pretty cool to see that, actually. Um, so those are five Return of the Jedi figures. And then the other one, which they're also putting into the set, is in my opinion, the star of the whole thing, and that's Mon Mothma. That is a uh, figure that Kenner never got to back in the days or back in the 80s. Uh, when Return of the Jedi came out, she was the leader of the Rebel Alliance, of course, but uh, they never made her. And so now, <laughs> here she is, 40 years later. Um, the toy company is stepping up to it, and uh, yeah, she, they're releasing her, so... It's pretty cool. The card back looks also really nice for Mon Mothma. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll see her in the vintage collection uh, in uh, you know in the coming years. Fingers crossed. Especially because now she's in uh, Andor and has a bigger part. So, so fingers crossed. So those were the first six retro collection figures. But then also Pipeline revealed another six. And they're all based on the Phantom Menace. And they're doing a retro-style Obi-Wan from Episode 1, Qui-Gon Jinn and Darth Maul. Uh, they're doing a battle droid, Jar Jar, and Queen Amidala in her red queen gown. Um, so those are going to be out sometime next year in 2024. So those are pipeline reveals, and it was too early to show off what these figures look like yet. But they're basically letting us know that they are in development. So, yay. All right, and that's it for retro. So six Return of the Jedi figures and six Phantom Menace figures. Um, I for sure thought that uh, they might give us some Ahsoka series retro figures to go with the TV show, which, you know, they might still do, but they didn't talk about it at San Diego Comic-Con. So next, let's talk about the Black Series 6-inch line. And uh, this was a bit of a... I don't want to call it a disappointment, but it was kind of a disappointment, though. Um, let's go over the figures. So they've given us a look at the six holiday uh, figures that they're doing this year. Uh, there's a snow trooper dressed up as a snowman or painted up like a snowman. Comes together with an ITO droid, interrogation droid, painted up all in white. So, you know, all these Black Series holiday figures, they're all just repaints. Right, so there's nothing really unique that just kind of gobbled together, kit bashed with other parts, uh, or you know, these holiday bodies is what they call them, and they're you know, they're painting them in like festive uh colors, so to speak. So, the first one here is the snow trooper that I just talked about with the interrogation droid. Then they're doing a perch trooper, which is painted up like a nutcracker, which I think looks <laughs> looks really good actually. Uh, that comes with a mouse droid. Um, then they have a Mandalorian Scout, which looks like, uh, you know, it could be a Hanukkah thing. It's all blue and white. Um, and that comes together with a little Babu Frick painted up in golden and bluish colors. Then the next one is the KX Security, security Droid that's in grayish red green colors together with a BD-1 droid. 
Another one is the Jabba with a Kowakian monkey lizard. And looking at the package here, it actually says Salacious B. Crumb on it. So, yeah, there he is. So, painted up in green. Um, and then the last one here is uh, an Ewok together with a Porg. Also comes with a little chest. And, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, some of these look like fun. But, uh, you know, the I think my issue with all of them is that they are just characters that I'm not that fond of, really. Uh, you know, a KX security droid um, doesn't really scream festivities at me, you know. Again, you know, I've said that, I've been saying this actually for a few years now. If, if they were to take Luke, Han, and Leia, you know, or, you know, the main cast from the movies, or even Obi-Wan, uh, Obi Wan and Anakin together with Padme, you know, um, and uh, dress them up in a holiday sweater, you know, I could totally get behind that, but those are just kind of like, nah, they're, you know, they're just okay for me. Um, so then uh, they showed us the Black Series 6-inch packaging for Ahsoka, which looks really nice. So we kind of got a little look at what the, uh, the side panels and the mural is going to look like, and they showed us Ahsoka, they showed us a uh, version of Hera, Syndulla, and they showed us Sabine. So those are the first three Ahsoka figures which are going to be released. And uh, General Hera, Syndulla, and Sabine Wren are brand new. So those look really nice. Um, Ahsoka, however, is just a repack of the one that they've released in the Mandalorian Black Series line. So there's nothing unique or special here except for the packaging. Um, then the last figure here for the Black Series line which they showed is a, I believe it's a repack of the 40th anniversary version and that's R2-D2 in Mandalorian packaging. And this is the new sculpt, which is appropriately scaled now, which is great. And it is a nice looking, nice looking R2-D2. Um, but again, you know, com just comparing the uh, press images, I didn't really see anything different in comparison to the 40th anniversary version. So, you know, I don't really see a point of buying it yet again or spending the uh, almost $30 is what these cost now because uh, each of those is $24.99 plus tax and whatever shipping you have to pay. And uh, yeah, I don't see anything that's different here on R2 uh, that will be different compared to the one that they're releasing in the Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary collection. So yeah. All right. So again, for Black Series, six holiday figures with their little holiday buddies. Uh, together with three Ahsoka figures and one R2-D2 in Mandalorian packaging. Um, the pipeline reveals for Black Series uh, were interesting because they showed a Cal Kestis, which I believe was an Inquisitor armor. A second sister, which I believe is going to be a straight repack. Uh, and a Purge Trooper, also from the Jedi Fallen Order slash survivor video game series and then they also showed an image of a destroyer droid um together with c-3po uh on a battle droid so it's basically a red geonosian battle droid and it had c-3po's head on it from attack of the clones 
So yeah, so those two figures are also coming to the Black Series line. So again, for the pipeline reveals, three figures from Jedi Fallen Order or Jedi Survivor with Cal Kestis, the second sister and the Purge Trooper. And then two figures with the Destroyer Droid and 3PO on a Battle Droid body. And that's it for the six inch line. And I honestly feel like that was pretty light because out of those six, seven, eight, nine, ten figures, six were repaints and two were repacks. That leaves two new figures for the Black Series line that they showed at San Diego Comic Con, which for the flagship line, what the six inch line is, or that's what, what we've been told over the last few years, uh, that looked rather slim pickings, to be honest. All right, so that's it for the Black Series line, but now it gets really good, and that's the Vintage Collection. And this San Diego Comic-Con panel was definitely heavily focused on TVC, and uh, it was truly an amazing uh, presentation from beginning to end because they really came out swinging with a lot of the announcements. I mean, I already talked about the Jabba set, right, with the Deus and 8D8 and Salacious Crumb included. But they're also going to release a Shop Disney and Disney Parks exclusive Chewbacca based on the holiday special. A Life Day version of him. So it's basically Chewie wearing the red robes on a Star Wars card. And it's unclear what really is new in this set. I would imagine that the figure itself is 90% just re use of what they've done before but it does look like as if um, Chewie has different hands and he comes with a little life day globe that he's got in the tv show and of course the soft goods red robes so not a whole lot new here I think but the overall packaging uh, together with just the fact that they're doing this in three three quarter inch is pretty cool so kudos to them for announcing that that's a shop Disney exclusive goes up for pre-order or ordering on November 1st, 2023, and the price is $16.99 for this one. And again, it's a Shop Disney and Disney Parks exclusive. Then they announced that uh, Sabine Wren is coming to the Vintage Collection Deluxe line. Um, this is a pretty good-looking figure. It comes with a green lightsaber, comes with a Lothcat, removable helmet, has a bunch of accessories included here, two blasters, uh, some sort of pouches included. So they're going heavy on the accessories for this one. And uh, they should because they're asking $27.99 for this deluxe version um, of Sabine. Um, and then they also announced uh, Ahsoka Tano coming single carded on an Ahsoka card back. So this is the first time we got a look at that, what that looks like with the Ahsoka logo on the TVC card. Uh, it looks really good. There's not really any surprises. Um, however, the Ahsoka figure that's included here is the same one that they've already leased in TVC. I think that was VC222. Uh, Ahsoka Corvus, I think is what the figure was originally named. And uh, yeah, they're re-releasing this one here on an Ahsoka card. Then they also given us a look at Darth Revan from the Knights of the Old Republic, which looks phenomenal. That's a really good looking. They're also giving us a look at Grand Admiral Thrawn in, on a Star Wars Rebels card. So uh, first look at the Star Wars Rebels logo here for TVC. 
Um, it does look pretty good. And then also we're getting uh, Previsla. Comes with the dark saber, removable helmet, chat pack, two blasters, and it's really nice looking. And that one is based on the Clone Wars. So yes, good looking figures. And all of those are up already for pre-order. If you want to get those, um, the link to Amazon and Entertainment Earth is in the podcast description. If you want to check those out now besides those single carded figures there is another troop builder set coming and that's the imperial officers that includes another admiral piet which is the uh, same figure that we just got in uh, the return of the jedi lineup a single carded but they changed up his badge and now he has the correct badge on it i guess with the four red stripes and the four blue stripes, I think is what it is. Uh, they're also doing Admiral Mahdi in this set from A New Hope. And then two generic looking Imperial officers. Now, see, I'm glad they're making this. But I have to say, you know, once you start putting actual characters with names into those kinds of sets, it's not a troop builder set anymore. This is not a set that I would purchase twice simply because I don't need two Piets or two Admiral Mottis. That kind of beats the whole troop builder aspect of what these sets are supposed to be. So I'll be picking this one up at some point. But again, I don't need more than one because, again, I don't need more than two Mottis or two Admiral Piets, you know. So they've also mentioned that they are switching up the card backs for TVC. So if you turn the figure around and look in the back of the packaging, instead of having a look at some other figures in that particular wave, they gotten rid of that and they are adding back a little blurb about the characters. A little character info with one or two sentences together with an image of the figure and what the packaging looks like basically. So I think this looks cleaner than it did before. It's less cluttered despite having all these languages still on the back. But this is much nicer looking than it was before in my opinion. And it also gets rid of all the leaks that can happen when you put things into a display case at a convention, right? So talking about that, uh, there was, I don't know what figure it was, but somebody posted a picture of a card back uh, that was on display in a display case at San Diego Comic Con, and there were two figures, uh, pictures on the back, and it was HK87, the Assassin's Droid, and uh, Morgan Elspeth from The Mandalorian. She might actually show up in the, in the Ahsoka show, who knows? But um, those two figures were not talked about during the panel, but they kind of leaked because of the images on the card back. And, you know, having this now on the back pretty much eliminates future leaks uh, to come out that way. So, all right. Looks good, though, I think. Now, as far as pipeline reveals go, there was quite a few. I think they showed eight figures. There's an Axe Wolves coming. Um, you know, they've already released him. I would imagine that he will have some slight updates based on the appearance in Season 3, although I don't really know what was different about that character in that season. Um, they're doing Cassian Andor, 
which I'm guessing is a re-release of VC130 back in, I want to say this one came out in 2018, 2019, something like that. We didn't have the photo reel on him, so I would imagine they might update him. Uh, they did uh, mention that they're doing Count Dooku, which was uh, heavily requested for a long time. And uh, this is a main villain in two of the Star Wars movies, feature-length movies. So I'm surprised they haven't done him yet, but they're finally doing him in TVC, so that's good. Uh, they're doing a Phase 1 Clone Trooper again. I think this would be the third time that they're releasing him. I don't know what's going to be different about him, so... Gotta wait and see. It's just a pipeline reveal. Uh, they also had a picture of the Mandalorian. Uh, again, we don't know much about it. We just know he's coming. Uh, they mentioned that Grogu with Pram, based on his Season 3 appearance, is going to come out. So I would imagine, again, it's mostly a repack of VC. I think it was 184 with the Pram maybe repainted. Uh, they showed Finn from The Force Awakens. Again, another figure which they've done in the Black Series 3 3 quarter inch line. That was a Walmart exclusive back then. Great figure, super articulated. Um, but I don't think it had the photoreal print yet. So that's probably what they do with Finn. And then they also announced a Mandalorian Fleet Commander. Same character that they're also doing in a 6-inch scale. Uh, from season three of the Mandalorian, so that's that's good to know that uh, those are coming. So those are good announcements, I thought, but those are not going to be out until sometime in 2024. All right, so I probably forgotten something, but uh, there's a lot of stuff that they talked about for TVC and just generally. I mean, there's just a lot of announcements, and uh, you know the problem is that even though there are some people uh, live streaming this panel, and I gotta give kudos to uh, Victoria's Cantina. I watched her Instagram uh, live feed because I couldn't make it to San Diego myself. She live streamed the whole thing, and even though it was decent quality, it was still difficult to hear. And then you know you have people walking in front of the camera or tilting their heads into the picture, and you just don't quite you know some of the information is just lost. And, uh, yeah, and, and then the press release that you get uh, later doesn't include some of the nuances that they might talk about in the panel. So some of the stuff kind of gets lost in translation, so to speak. So we'll see, um, but, uh, you know, we'll find out more about some of those figures in the coming days, I'm sure. And uh, once I learn more about them, I'll be happy to update you guys so those were basically all the announcements from san diego comic-con for the vintage collection except for the big kahuna aka the haslab vintage collection ghost vehicle from star wars rebels slash rogue one slash ahsoka tv series now, this is a very impressive looking vehicle. It costs $499. You can back it now. They need 8,000 backers. And let me just check real quick to see where it's at currently because I'm recording this on Saturday afternoon and just went to HasbroPulse.com and uh, they've already bumped it down. There's a whole bunch of other announcements already on that website now. But the Ghost has reached 6,000 backers. 6,054 is where it's at right now. So we need less than 2,000 more backers 
uh, before this is fully funded. And this is fantastic because this has only been live for about 24 hours at this point. So it's not funding as quickly as the Razor Crest, but it's also $150 more, right? So this is $500. And what you get with it is the Phantom 2 vehicle. So there's a second vehicle included, which you can dock onto the Ghost. Plus it comes with Hera. So the pilot is basically included here. And that's the base offering. And they've also revealed all the tiers from the beginning this time, instead of rolling out little by little, we know now exactly uh, what the tiers are. And the first tier is Ezra Ridger. Uh, we need 11,000 backers for him to be unlocked. Uh, he does come with a Lothcat, comes with, uh, you know, lightsabers, two different ones. One's lit, one is unlit, comes with a blaster, comes with a biker scout helmet that was repainted. And then they're doing Kane and Jerris at 14,000 backers, which would include a second head sculpt where he was blind, basically. And then they also include the little helmet that you can put over his eyes. So that's pretty pretty neat comes with two lightsabers blaster so this is really really good looking and then the the last one the big one the big guys 17,000 backers would be for Seb Aurelius and uh yeah he's tall he comes with his staff some uh, force effects that you can attach to that weapon and yeah it's really really good looking the the way they approached this is that they made all of these characters realistic so the face expressions all have a realistic portrait except for the outfits they're kept kind of in the animated star wars rebel type style so it's a very interesting approach and how to do this and how to pay homage i mean the vintage collection is all realistic sculpting right so uh that makes perfect sense to me now as far as the packaging goes uh, i think this is a, an interesting approach because they put into the center the star wars rebels mural where we have the crew in the middle and then we have these two wolf creatures on the left and on the right flanking them basically and those images are represented on the card backs and it looks really good especially when you line them all up next to each other uh, this makes for a really cool display now chopper is not going to be included and neither is sabine wren but they did say that those will be released later although they didn't really say that they're going to do the same card style uh, that they're doing here to finish that mural, so to speak. But I think that if they really should reach 17,000, uh, they, they really need to do Chopper and they really need to do Sabine. Uh, even if they don't reach 17,000, if they only reach the 8,000 goal, which at this point, there's no doubt that this is going to fund. I mean, it's only been a day and it's already at over 6,000. So... Um, if they end up reaching 17,000, uh, they really need to do Chopper and they really need to do Sabine in the same style of card back so that, you know, collectors can complete 
the full lineup of the crew. So overall, I think this looks really, really good. I mean, it's uh, 28 inches wide, it's 34.5 inches long, it's 13 inches high. They have all the uh, the main items uh, that you wanna see in this ship integrated. So you have a four seat cockpit, uh, you have the bunk beds in the middle of the ship, you also have uh, the meeting room in the middle, you have the Dejaric table in there as well. You have a turret on the top. Um, you have these huge engines on the back. So basically everything that we kind of remember uh, from the show is implemented here. And I think this looks just really, really nice. So yeah, kudos to them for, uh, for creating this amazing looking vehicle. Now... I personally was hoping they, that they would put electronics into this thing um, because I always thought that the big Millennium Falcon gets uh, its personality from the electronics. Uh, the lights, the light speed sounds, uh, letting the ramp down and it makes this, this really cool sound and just the lights lighting up in the cockpit. You know, um, that is so cool. I mean, that's such a cool feature in the big Millennium Falcon. So I was hoping to see something similar here. Had they done that, I'm pretty sure it would have increased the price. And uh, I guess I take the aesthetics and the details over having sounds and lights in it. But uh, also knowing that they will never remake this or improve upon it, you know, with electronics, I, I wish they would have just gone the extra, extra mile. But I'm not complaining. I'm very happy with uh, what this looks like. I mean, there's not much more to say. If you haven't seen it yet, check it out. It's up on HasbroPulse.com. Back it. You have until September 6th to do so. Um, I have a write-up about it also on Galactic Figures with all the press images, of course. Um, and there are some really interesting images which they've released where, where it shows how you can break the ship apart. Uh, of course, you can take the uh, the landing gear off. Um, the, the other thing besides the electronics, I was kind of hoping for maybe some sort of display stand so you can put it into flight mode, similar to what they've done with the N1 Naboo Starfighter or with the Razor Crest, right? Um, but there's no display stands included here in the tiers. And uh, I wish that they would maybe include that. I think that would be so cool. Um, and I'll ask them if I ever get the chance to see if this might actually be compatible with the display stand from the Razor Crest or so. But then that kind of wouldn't make sense because the display stand says the Mandalorian on it and this ship has not shown up in the Mandalorian yet. <laughs> so, all right, so this is really, really good looking, but you can take the cockpit uh, the cockpit hatch off. You have full access to that. And what I really like is the idea that a character can walk from the front to the back of the ship. And it looks like that's the case here. You know, kind of like with the sail barge where a character can go from the front to the back. Uh, this is the same thing here, like the doors open up. Uh, there's access to all of the rooms and yeah it just looks really good and i i like how the ramp comes down in the front this also looks pretty good so yeah and the paint application apparently mimics what the ship is going to look like in the ahsoka tv show and uh they also mentioned that uh this ship is going to ship 
in Ahsoka packaging. So it's not going to have Star Wars Rebels branding on it. This is going to have Ahsoka branding on it. And that's pretty, pretty cool. All right, but that's where I'm going to wrap up the show. Um, yeah, I, you know, I'm still in the hype, if you can't tell. I mean, this is a really good panel, especially for the three quarter inch line for TVC. This was much needed. And it seems like the collectors are also responding by almost having the ghost funded already after a day. Yeah, I, this was the right call. Great tiers, great looking figures, great card backs, wonderful Haslap. Um, together with all the other cool stuff that they've announced. And uh, yeah, very, very happy with what uh, they've done for the Vintage Collection this time around. Really, really good job. Now, there were two things in the panel I thought they were going to bring up at some point. The one thing I thought they were for sure going to do is some sort of tribute to Mark Boudreau, maybe a one or two minute long slideshow of his past work or something. Um, but I guess they decided to not do that. Um, and then the other thing I thought they were going to at least acknowledge was the 10-year anniversary of the Black Series because uh, it actually launched this very same weekend exactly 10 years ago. You can read up on it on JediNews.com. It was uh, the Caravan of the Force is what they called it. And they started out in the UK and went to Germany uh, to Star Wars Celebration. And uh, it was sponsored by Toys R Us back then. It was kind of a big deal because they had Jeremy Bullock uh, travel with them. So the real Boba Fett, right? Uh, the original Boba Fett, I should say. And uh, yeah, it was uh, James Burns, Mark Newbold, uh, Matt Booker, and Dave Tree. I mean, you know, four hardcore collectors who've been amazingly active for a very long time in the collecting community and uh they have this article up on jedinews.com if you want to check it out and learn a little bit more about that but yeah i mean it was basically 10 years ago that the black series was launched and i thought for sure they're gonna at least acknowledge that uh to some degree but they didn't and it's not that they had to but i just kind of thought that they were going to do that so, all right. Well, thank you guys for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. It's a wrap for this episode, but the next one is just around the corner, so make sure to subscribe. Meanwhile, have fun browsing over 4,000 Star Wars figures on galacticfigures.com, the Star Wars action figure database. The website helps you look up and identify Star Wars figures. Leave your own figure reviews in the comments or check out photo galleries, figure info, news, press releases, or event coverage from New York Toy Fair and Star Wars celebrations. Thanks for listening. Check the links in the description and remember to subscribe.